you can tell i'm kimberly with wake up with kc but i'm outside and uh my partner came home for a week and he's sleeping in so i had to rearrange myself here and i'd like to i mean nature's beautiful i have to honestly say it's a nice day here i'm in south florida and you know i i started thinking about something about the i i had a guest previously that talked about you know multi-dimensions the third dimension to the fifth dimension and you know i know somebody that is actually a hypnotherapist that deals with multi-dimensional healing in it so i asked her to come on my show and and, and and explain it in order to help enlighten educate inform and help you as well so let's welcome mary youngblood hi ken Mary, hey, how are you? Doing gorgeous. Hey, Kim, thank you for inviting it's me like, on your show. Oh, thank you for being here. I love to share good, you know, information that's um, educational and even enlightening, you know, to help others. And you have a special gift. You, you're also a, a psychic medium as well, but you have a special um, service that you provide to help in healing, doing multidimensional hypnotherapy. So I'd like to know more and get educated. And I, and I have my audience here that could probably use some, you know, insight and be, you know, if they need help, they can contact you, especially. But where does your story actually begin? Well, I would say it begins when I was born. But we'll we'll speed it up and <laughs> we have to go through the whole thing. Um, so just a, a, a little uh, preview of growing up. Um, you know, when you have gifts, you don't necessarily know you have gifts until you realize that you have gifts, you know, until something provides a contrast for you to understand what's going on. So I would say, although I grew up <clears throat> having um, sensitivities to energies and being able to see energies and things were happening that I was really not aware of until I had a, a perspective, something to compare it against that I was different or some of the things that I was experiencing weren't um, maybe the same as everybody else is experiencing. 
But it really started to take hold in uh, my late teens, early 20s, I think, is when it really started to unfold. And I really still at that point wasn't questioning a lot of it. I didn't seek it out. I, it was just kind of normal. And again, probably my early, late 20s, early 30s is when it really, really started to, I really started to observe and see and want to investigate like, okay, this is what's happening. These are the experiences. This is how I am. But what does it mean? You know, before it meant it didn't really have a meaning. I didn't really care to seek it out. I didn't you know, so at that point, probably early 30s, when I really decided to start diving in and finding out, well, what does this mean? Are there other people that are seeing this, feeling this, having this experience? And um, although I had been on a spiritual path for a while, um, it really took hold around that time. It was once I really started seeking to understand and know, and then if I have this what's the meaning like why like there's got to be a, a reason that this is happening to me or that i'm having these experiences and that's kind of where the story began and that's when i when things really started to come together as i dove in deeper to um asking questions and and seeking knowledge and and wisdom and most of that did come from um from spirit, from God, from creator. So from that creative force, like we all do sometimes when things are happening, for me anyways, I went inside, I would ask the questions like, what, why, what am I doing? You know, wh where is this going? Like I'm having these beautiful, amazing experiences um, and I'm not really sure what to do with them. So I allowed the, um, I allowed God and I allowed the beings and presence of other, uh, I'll say this, for, um, the presence of beings that you can't, that aren't tangible. These are not logical. This is not something that you would experience with your five senses, but it's something that went beyond. And I started to receive a lot of answers, a lot of information and a lot of guidance. And that's really what opened the door. I still, at those points when I was asking the questions, I still didn't really know like what books to read, what, so I, I relied fully on, um, spiritual essence and energy to open the doors for me and open my path. <clears throat> yeah. Cause they don't have that like in schools or not even in, in religion, in the churches. No, not it, the way it, it, it totally, it, it, even through my experiences of what I was experiencing and going through it. it and I was in, church and, and religion and I was just like something doesn't feel right <laughs> you know I'm like but what the hell is going on <laughs> you know like right. I don't understand where do I go who do I seek to talk to about my experiences and that's when I met you but the yeah. funny thing about it is if you were in an office parking lot and I saw your sign so I real quick took a snapshot of it I'm like okay I'll get back to it because I'm you know we're busy but then the second time around you were at the middle school and I saw your car again and I was like okay hold up <laughs> I'm seeing it again that's when I started learning to pay attention the synchronicities yes. more than a coincidence and that's when 
I met you and I started talking to you and you were you were enlightening me about the my own spiritual experiences and you're like I didn't have no one either so it's like really nice to relate to somebody wouldn't you agree Oh, a hundred percent. And I would definitely say that probably that was one of the most challenging pieces for myself of kind of waking, waking up, but really to these, get to what was going on with me and understanding was the fact that I hadn't yet at that point met anyone or had people, um, in my group that were had already been through this process. Now I did have a few friends at the time that were also starting to experience the stuff, but none of us, it was also new that the few, very few people that were in my circle that were having similar experiences or that were kind of, um, yeah, uh, coming into this consciousness or this awareness about themselves being more than just physical and things that were happening. So yeah, so one of the most challenging things was is that I fully had to rely on spiritual resources and the things that were coming to me. These, <laughs> the one, th the things that I was trying to figure out, it, uh, the, the, the spiritual beings, the, um, the masters, the angels, you know, the, these presents that were coming through were kind of my teachers. Cause I was like, I didn't know. I had to find, kind of find, you know, it was like the pieces would come together and I was able to connect the dots. Like you said, paying attention is huge. Because before, it, you know, nothing means anything because you're not even there. You're not thinking about paying attention. But paying attention is huge. And that is why. But yes. And so then I decided. So and we'll get to this in a minute when things really shifted on my spiritual path. But um, one of the things that I knew after going through it and once I felt like I had like a, my feet on solid ground with it and I was really like, OK, I get it. I can do this. Um, that's when I decided that I was also going to work as what I titled myself a spiritual awakening guide because I thought, man, I didn't want anybody to have to struggle or not feel like they had guidance the way that I did. So I was like open, channeled to anybody. I'm like, you need help? Yeah, you, um, I'll, yeah, ask me anything. Whatever I can do to help, I will help. And that's what happened with well, you when you came in. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And we've, we've been through some interesting yes. spiritual experiences with beings and for sure. you know with me connecting to the ancient civilizations yeah of you know channeling them and just learning to translate the language that's why i have you yeah. now um but it's yes. would you agree also with the with the millennials and you know the younger generation that it's in in about their 20s where their their spiritual awakening is starting uh yeah for some for some of them yes um i have noticed um an influx in in just in the work that i'm doing of youth yeah it's starting to the gap is starting to get a little bit bigger i'm, I'm starting to see them are um really kind of starting at uh, some at 17 18. but i would say right now the majority that come through they're really like you know finding these gifts and having these experiences and these awakenings and um yeah probably between the ages mostly of 19 and 30. Right so, around, and it's not a few that are like 26, 27, but somewhere between, yeah, 19 and, yeah, mid-20s. And, and they're getting, like, like hit hard with their awakening. Oh, yeah, yes. And I think, oh, t totally, totally hard. And, and I look at it, and I'm thinking, my goodness, thank goodness they're, 
you know, thank God, thank you angels that there are, that our generation or our, um, you know, where we were at in the game, had, uh, that we're here because, you know, as they're coming through, they don't have to have half the challenges or um, uh, that maybe we did finding people or seeking people out that could help us or guide us or or even just have somebody that understands where you don't think. I get so many times where they think that maybe they're crazy or something's wrong with them and, and quickly assure them that absolutely they're not crazy, nothing is wrong. They've just never had a anyone to um, project it back at them as being truth. Mm -hmm. and, and, and when yeah. you agree that, you know, there's a lot of limited beliefs, misconceptions, uh, mental programming and emotional energetic traumas from yeah. our history that seems to be replaying itself. And then with the younger generation, you know, with the spiritual awakening, it's a massive confusion of so much. Yeah, and I also feel that, yes, and I also feel that some of it, too, is that, you know, they get frustrated. The frustration with some of them um, comes from the fact that I feel that on some level, they know they're here at a specific time to do specific things. There's a part of them that comes in so strong, knowing that probably stronger than I know than I did when I was that age, I you know, and so what I've been seeing is a little bit of this conflict, and and this does raise a little bit of concern because of the work that I do. I have um, had uh, the most um, intimate opportunities to work with families in grief, uh, maybe that have lost children, teens, and young adults to suicide, and. Uh, one of the things spiritually that I feel is that with, if there's no outlet, if there's no education, if there's no one in their life to support and listen to what they're saying and what they're feeling, that these things are very real. These Most of these young souls coming in, you'll notice are stronger than ever. They're humanitarians. They want to save the planet. They have, they have these missions and this knowing and this vibration within them that is far different than, not that we don't have it, but it's just a different, it, it, they're, a, they're from a whole different wave. And um, has led, I feel, to feel, feelings of these young souls. Some of them, they just can't take it. They're misunderstood. It leads to depression, all these other um, things. Um, when, and it's not, you know, it's nobody's fault. And, and I certainly would never, um, you know, put any blame necessarily on, on one specific person or a family or an individual as much as it's just a lack of consciousness or a lack of awareness or a lack of understanding individually and um, as a nation or a world that there's, we have to start addressing and, and, and working with these younger people in a much different manner. We cannot use that same consciousness when um, raising them or bringing them along on their journey. It just is can cause a lot of frustration and these youth don't really know how to express it. It's not that they can verbalize really what's going on because it's an inner knowing. And I don't know that they're always clear, so they're looking to the adults for guidance and if it's not there, it can sometimes I've noticed have, you know, unfavorable effects. Wow. That's, that's impressive, Mary. And like 
would you agree that you know it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility even for our ancestors that did not know any better a hundred percent yeah sorry so, but I just, I mean, yeah yeah it's uh and then like what can we do to like anything or start with to make that change well, I would say that we need to open up ourselves. You know, it, it starts It starts with one. It starts with us um, as individuals, uh, our parents, uh, who we are as individuals. We need to understand and go through the process ourselves. So it's time, you know, you said it with that word responsibility, which maybe in some terms can have a negative effect. We think responsibility. We think, oh, heaviness. And it's like, no. Uh, liberation and freedom when we're able to uh, become aware and take personal responsibility it's like um, it's like being the captain of your own ship it's like oh I can lead this so responsibility needs to personal responsibility needs to have a whole nother tone and energy flow to it um, but I do believe that we all need to be res uh, res personally responsible meaning for it's yes it's time to um, become more self-aware. It's time to dive into getting to know ourselves as more than just human physical beings. That in itself is beautiful and amazing. But if we limit ourselves to the knowing, belief, and understanding that that's all we are, man, are we shortchanging ourselves. Yeah, and it's, you know, I don't think that, I mean, you have to do self-care. I, I understand that aspect. But then I also look like I'm here to serve too. It's not just about me, even though I have to take care of myself, but I'm here to help and, and serve as a, a purpose to help mankind wake up. And because when we could shift that energy and start uniting together, we change the planet too. Would you agree? It's just that all of us collectively energizing together to make those changes? Yes, 100%. So yeah, starting with self, once we can, once we clear and do our own work and, 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 and you know, get, get clear and what, so once we do it here, then the, absolutely. I mean, our, I feel like you, and I don't speak for myself, but I feel like, you know, more people could agree with this. Um, is that we are here, we're here to help others. That's our purpose. You know, our purpose really is to help others in any way we can. So our lives are dedicated to the, to the, the service and awakening of others. And yes, I like what you said too about when we do this, when we allow ourselves to open up and become aware of things, uh, matters greater, spiritual awareness, anything that goes beyond just being physical and human, um, we have the opportunity to heal, like you said, ancestral, generationals, because it's a belief system, it's a consciousness, and energy doesn't die. We know this. So if it was yeah. a thought or it was something implemented eons ago, you know, we, we can still find those reoccurring or cycles or situations everywhere. And I feel that it's the opportunity to see it and choose something different a new thought a new action a new you know love something better than you know 
it to me it's like i share this on my podcast it's like i look around and i'm like and it's like a movie screen of history keeps re- been repeating yes. itself just different time periods i'm like yes. yo when are you gonna wake up <laughs> like hello <laughs> we could do something better <laughs> i you know I, but i agree <laughs> I agree. And it does and it does go like that. It absolutely does, you know, and we keep waiting. It's like, okay, wow. It's like once you can see the patterns, once you can see everything, just a repetition. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing, but at the same time, it's like, are we ready for something new? Like like right. you, know, you want to get off the this merry-go-round and try another ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, for sure. Mary being a um, multi-dimensional hypnotherapist, what is it like to go through that process and how do you do it in a way that it helps people? Yeah, well, it's so it's so cool because the process of hypnosis alone is is extremely powerful because we we're able to go beyond the the uh, the working functions of the conscious mind. So we step aside and, uh, from logic and reason because in the work that that we do or the work that I do um, you, you're not going to find logic you're not going to find reason so we, we buy so hypnosis is really cool because when you um, eliminate that when you can kind of bypass the conscious mind and go directly to the subconscious there's not you don't have that battle of logic and reason that kind of goes away and information is held there i mean anything about you since the beginning of you whether it's a million lifetimes or just one lifetime is stored in the subconscious mind every feeling every emotion every thought every experience so that alone is powerful but i like anything else i go beyond because i feel and know and believe that we are more than just physical beings and I include and open up through the subconscious mind to the higher self and the higher energies and the other bodies to work on all of these levels. So for clearing and releasing, um, you know, when you clear and release past uh, hurts, you heal wounds, traumas, but you could, but when we do it from this perspective or from all this angles, think, imagine, a prism with a rainbow coming through and so you have all of these um, all of these beams coming through so you're working on all these levels and that's kind of the, the multi-dimensional work it's like you include include this work on so many different levels and it's very very power very powerful work very powerful work and I've, I've watched and it, been amazed well first I'll say this before I say anything else the gratitude I have for finding um, this tool and being drawn to it and having such an amazing teacher who taught me um, not only hypnosis but I worked with him extensively and he guided me and helped me and taught me how to use all these other dimensions and and powers to integrate that with hypnosis to um, some of the most amazing transformations. And I've worked with him, and his name is Ron Duwald, so a shout-out to him, Um, one of the most amazing teachers that I've had the opportunity to work with, although there's been many, but um, definitely a powerful one. Um, Yeah, led me to, and and so I, I have all this gratitude because, yes, I... Me, I get to be a part of it, and I have, and I've got the training to do the work. But it's not just that; I'm still just a vessel being used, 
you know, uh, you know, er channeling my most highest nature and all these other energies to come through me and work directly with you. So. Wow. And um, with all those energies and the spirits and in the dimensions and everything, what can you tell or share with the one of the most, or one or two profound spiritual experiences that you've had that just mind blowing when you think about it? Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to pick one and you know this i'm like i have to pick one? Oh my gosh okay one, <laughs> i will start with this um i think it was i want to say around 2013 around 2013 um this was a another big uh soul transformation wake up moment whatever um i I had been that it, I had felt like um, uh, my spiritual life and my spiritual gifts that had been really pushing me. So I was paying attention, and they were pushing me into this next level, pushing me. But I was, you know, I can be very stubborn too. You know, I, I'm also a fire sign, and <laughs> I kind of like doing things my way, and, and it's got to be fun. Um, but I was stalling. I was kind of stalling for whatever reasons like yeah okay yeah okay and um but it kept things kept getting stronger and stronger and the feeling and the push inside of me to move forward um it was getting stronger and the more i avoided it and resisted it the stronger it became and so one morning i'll, I'll never forget this was the this was probably one of the most powerful moments it, it kind of it and also kind of because I had been resisting, it's kind of funny to me when I think back on it, but it was early in the morning. I am up, I'm having my coffee. I journal, I write. I've been a writer for um, a good portion of my life. So I always have my coffee. I was just me. I have my little routine, my candles, and I have my journal out. And before I could even take a sip of my coffee, I'm sitting there. And I feel this energy, this large presence behind me, so big and so large and so close to me. Um, it was right over my left shoulder. And I remember thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, what's about to happen? You know, something's gonna happen. I'm like, oh, cause I'm so used to things showing up. And I was like, I heard this most booming voice. The voice that I heard was like, loud so loud uh, like thunder and the voice said do you know who i am and i kind of I, I knew just by feeling but i kind of looked a little bit too and there was this pillar this huge my whole room was filled with light and it was like the tallest pillar i've ever seen and i said you're archangel michael and and the voice said yes and the voice told me to pick up my pen and paper. So I picked up my, you know, and it's so, when it's happening, it's so, uh, so powerful. I just immediately did what I was told, you know, I picked up my pen and my paper and um, was given some direct, specific information about my path, what I had chosen, and that it was know that the time was now that I, I was actually told that I was chosen, um, that I had chosen a path that very few choose and that very few walk. 
and that uh, my soul is calling me to do this now. And it was so profound. Like I, I knew I couldn't stall. I knew I couldn't say no. I knew the gig was up. I could not pretend <laughs> I could put it on the back corner because they weren't gonna. Nobody was gonna let me. And so that started. I channeled that day, and and this this being that I would call Archangel Michael, this incredible being, um, channeled with me for for a while that morning and then that really opened up because see at that point I still had another business you know I wasn't doing my spiritual work full-time and, and it certainly I wasn't out in the public with it so that at that moment it became very clear to me that everything else was to now be in the past I was to let go of everything else I was to have this and uh, um, large amount of faith and move forward and by the by the way, at that point in my life, I had I was a single mom. You know, I've been a single mom for a, a a long time, and my kids were still fairly little. My son was in elementary, and my daughter had just started middle school. And I, I remember just oh, you know, all of those personal blocks that I had to work through. The fear, you know, it really made me step up my game and my beliefs and my faith because. I was not allowed to turn back. I had to shut down my cleaning business. I was had a little yacht cleaning company. Um, so all of this stuff was happening, and I was being guided and told, and I decided to follow what, what was coming. It also went into at least a good two years of channeling entities and spirits and, and beings. It was pretty profound. Um, but at that time, it really made me could become fully responsible for my path. And I had to step it up, which meant those little things like outgrowing fear, um, you know, in so many different angles of my life, because one, not only the fear of um, what, how am I gonna do this? How could I ever make a living? You know, and, and so I had all these, all these things like most of us do, financial insecurities, um, being able to take care of these kids. There was no support coming from outside sources. Um, and very few. I will say thank God for my grandparents. They they helped a lot. But it, um, yeah, so it started me on this journey and I had to become very responsible and I had to start doing a lot more of my own inner work, eliminating these old programs, this old consciousness of, of fear and unworthiness and could I ever do it and was it real and you know, am I going crazy? You know, it's like all those other things. And I had to put all that aside and work through. And, and it, the cool thing is, is like, you really want to get to know yourself on a whole level on a larger scale, you know, ha go through that process. You know, um, whew, let me tell you, it was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, and thank you for sharing that. I, I hope this helps somebody. In, in hearing this and, and watching this. Where do you see, you know, what you're doing in the future and how do you are, what would you say of how it's going to make a difference? I say the biggest, I mean, the biggest difference, um, I mean, first and foremost, my gratitude goes to myself and my own life. It has changed my life um uh it's like second to none i love i love my life i love my journey i love my purpose i just i love everything about it so the first gift was that i was able to see and 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 get to you know experience this kind of work and healing on myself 
Then came others, you know, and I'd say the first two people that got the real benefit, probably my greatest, greatest treasure and gift still to this day. And I work with a lot of people and I love every bit of it. But probably the most powerful experience was being able to raise my children with this. Um, after, you know, doing my work and going through and, and learning these things and being extremely open. My being able to raise my children uh, with this uh, consciousness and spiritual and awakening and sixth sense and all of this has probably been the, I'll say that's been the greatest treasure. And I'm still, they're young adults now, but I still get to guide them and be that influence and force in their life, which has, my, you know, I just, I love kids. I love all people. I love all children. But to have the opportunity to watch the, the, the effects and the ways that I was able to change, change myself to raise them has been just amazing. My most amazing gift. And I, um, and then for others, being able to move through, like you said, you know, when we do this work, I'll speak just mostly on the um, transformational hypnosis for right now. Um, you're being able to release and remove and heal um, not only this lifetime and the emotional body, the energy body, your most highest self, your um, belief system, the programming, the subconscious. But like you said, even going back and you can clear past lives, you can do generational, ancestral. Um, so this work becomes personal. I feel that every, every person that I have the opportunity to work with, um, it, which is also a gift uh, that I get to be a part of such a um, beautiful moment in their lives. Uh, I would say the thing is, is that the more that we um, become aware and awaken and, con and, and we, we establish that, those, that new consciousness, that new thought, that everything starts to change, that goes out forever into the worlds and into the universes and that energy helps heal. You want to know how am I supposed to heal, you know, these situations around the world when you feel so powerless or uh, how do I help that starving child? You know, it's when we realize that we stop the starving of ourselves when we start to realize that at some point we have been either a part of it or the lack of us, um, when we're able to heal ourselves and change that consciousness, it automatically helps to shift the consciousness everywhere. To create safety wow. and love and security all the way across the world. Wow, there's a train going by. I just heard it. I was like, oh, yeah, oh. all right. I had well, a flashback to St. Augustine. <laughs> Oh, now I hear it. I'm like, hey, wait I hear that <laughs> Oh, yes. What do I need to do here? I, it looks like I need to charge. Let me, hang on. I got to go get my battery. Sorry, my computer. I'll just carry it with me. So where, I know you do workshops and you do hypnosis training and certifications and whatnot. So do you have anything coming up to let us um, know about? Yes. Uh, uh, dates are not confirmed yet, so I'll give you getting the dates out. But I, uh, I am having another um, certification. I'm going to – excuse me. Pardon me. Let me plug this in. Um, yes. 
uh, for training for our transformational hypnosis training. I'm going to be doing I'm going to be doing that again in July. I don't have the date set yet, um, but as soon as I do, I'll get those out. And then stay tuned. I don't have a lot of the dates picked yet. I've been um, trying to work things out with, I know we're in the, still in a pandemic. So I, as far as large crowds and things like that. So I do have a couple of events coming up, um, but we just got to hold on for the dates. Well, are you thinking about doing a virtual event? You know, I have thought about it, um, but I haven't really put anything into action yet. So, yes, I would just say, everybody, stand by, because we got great things because are coming, would, and I'm going to be doing love, a lot of... I would love to help you make that happen. That would be awesome. And, <laughs> no, and, uh, that's another thing that I love. I absolutely love the fact that we all have, that our gifts come through in so many different ways. Kim is, is gifted with like anything that has to do that is computer techie recording all the stuff that i have no clue <laughs> and kim has that and so it's been super cool because kim you help me with all the stuff that i really not only do i not know i really have no desire to learn so but i when we get to share that space together and you get to use your gifts and shine if i i benefit personally but i can see how we all benefit yes your, and, your gifts um, are just amazing well thank you uh, how can somebody get a hold of you i know i'm going to put a link in the description but how how can they get sure. a hold of you if you want to get hypnotherapy, uh, healing, and all that good stuff. Yes, absolutely. You can email you can email me at myoungblood888 at gmail.com. Um, you can reach out to me by calling 772-323-1604. Uh, that's my work number. And if I, you know, leave a message, leave an email, and I'll get back with you if I don't get to you right away and it'll be very soon well i thank you for your time mary uh i i will work with you later we'll have to get together so i can show you and create a uh, virtual event so people can come oh, that and would be, which i think would be awesome they're one of the workshops that um has been i say they so um i got in, in that um uh, inspired divinely inspired all that information that comes through to me one class that i'm putting together i don't it, it may be more of a lecture or a talk or a workshop but um it's on communication and it takes the uh they keep giving me the info so i'm putting this one together now and the communication is more about understanding breaking it down you said multi-dimensional so we're going to talk about multi-dimensional communication and that's what they've been really pushing and giving me information on that I'm to do um, some kind of a talk or a workshop or a lecture. So I'm in the middle of putting that together as they continue to uh, filter or give me the information and how they want me to present this. But that was been a big one that we have, I need to realize that we're all communicating all the time on many levels. So these multi-dimensional, these, these many levels, um, we're communicating if we're sleeping, if we're, focused on an activity that is very human or physical or work-related, 
we've got we've got we're these large expansive if you could see like when I look at people if you could see what I see we're you know there's this isn't just a spirit that kind of inhabits a body or comes into this you know this energy the body is almost like this, this um hologram or this projection if you can see our beings we're these large the largeness of who we are is so big and so incredible so you could imagine that that energy is stirring up and it, it's communicating okay on level so energy we've got all of this communication going on and then it kind of breaks it down and brings that and narrows it into the scope of understanding that when we talk about um, creating and communication, being very clear that we have all these forms of communication happening at one time, and we maybe we just don't know it or haven't become aware of it. So that one's going to be really good. All right, I look forward to so to um, joining that one. You could do a virtual event, and then yes. you know I'll be in the back doing yeah. the administration while I'm listening and participating. So yes. I look forward to you doing this. I'll get with you later to talk about the other, you know, the other aspects of making it virtual. And okay. thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's always a pleasure hanging with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Magical things happen. We're together, Kim. I know. Powerful this is Wake Up With KC. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I hope this episode helped you. Join me every Monday and you can reach out and say hey at wakeupwithkc at gmail.com. Have an amazing week and talk to you next Monday for more amazing topics to share with you that you don't want to miss.